0: Manners Maketh Man Do you know what that means?
1: Then let me teach you a lesson My spider senses are starting to tingle Just hang on to your lariat wonder what kind of a
0: scene I'm getting into. And welcome to Behind the Panels, issue 127, the comic book show that uses talcum powder under its tights to avoid unfortunate chafing. I'm Richard Gray.
1: I'm David McVeigh.
0: I'm David Longo. In this issue, David Tennant joins the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That sound you hear is the internet breaking <laughs> under the strain. Also, we all sit around and watch The Thing Without Pants in one of our trailer commentaries for Fantastic Four. Then it's Effigy, Multiversity, The Dying and the Dead, Justice League, Throne of Atlantis, and more in what we've been reading and watching. Plus... Our kick ass pick of the week, Kingsman, The Secret Service, directed by Matthew Vaughan, in cinemas from 20th Century Fox. This is behind the panels.
2: Life's been crazy, all advice has been a chill more. Ironic, I've been living up for people down a kill for. I find no comfort in numbers, no one.
0: Right the top of the billboard and from heat, the ones them a color the bill fall and as I get you low i got to pull the order of champagne and spill more that's say the real score been wondering what the public got to feel for so let's keep it real yeah you know i'm killing game through as I step on the field yeah at the top of remain romantic... this been a disturbing amount of biggie's earlier on the geek <laughs> actually network there has been
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and yet never once have we played the weird Hour parody no <laughs> Are you sure I, I don't feel like so. we have. I don't, don't think we have. That reminds
2: me of Phil Glass's soundtrack for Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, don't worry. We'll get back to that later. Uh, of course,
0: we went to the movies this week. We're not reading a comic book. Uh, we Although went we did saw, read it as well. Uh, we did read it as well. So we'll talk a little bit about the comic. We'll talk mostly about the movie. This mm. is the film special because in Australia this week, the movie comes out. I think it's out in the middle of February in the US. It's already out in the UK and a few other places. Oh, we should
1: point world. out that it was pushed back by by about four months. It was yes. actually supposed to come out at the end of last year. Which is year. normally
0: a worrying thing, yeah. but not in this case. In this
1: case, so I remember reading about it when they said it. They didn't push it back for any reshoots. Or anything. They pushed it back because they were afraid it was too crowded.
0: Back of last year was pretty yeah. crowded. So they said, well, we're going They put it on. up in the US. They're putting it up against Fifty Shades of Grey.
1: <laughs> well, for all those men Talk out there who don't counter- want to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. That's what we call
0: counter-programming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know where I'll be
3: at the
0: cinema. <laughs> isn't, there a scene in, isn't there a scene in Fifty Shades of Grey where manners... Make <laughs> The man <laughs> Do you know what that means Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> is a secret kill fest <laughs> I still maintain that I'm pissed Because I can't use that as my autobiography
2: <laughs> But anyway uh, Fifty Two Shades of Grey, that'll work
0: There's been a lot of stuff out spy-wise In the cinemas at the moment uh, Of course, m- many of you thought we were doing Mordecai uh, this week.
1: <laughs> I got my fake mustache and everything for it, you
0: know? <laughs> But uh, there's another spy movie coming out with. The Spy? The Spy coming uh, which out. Which is
1: with uh, Melissa McCarthy.
0: That's right. But, you know, David, it's always been very easy to be a spy. And uh, let's just hear briefly from somebody's sponsor. Your assignment,
1: danger. Your mission, find the master spy. Your weapon, Secret Sam. Through secret sam's periscope you see him but he can't see you you locate the master spy you talk to him and secret sam's hidden camera is taking his picture right now suddenly you're discovered secret sam fires bullets from inside the case secret sam has barrel extension special missile sends message to your partner mission accomplished you hand over real photograph Secret Sam with periscope, message missile, rifle stock, barrel extension, even shoots through this carrying case. And this real camera that works in secretly or out. Takes real photos. <laughs> Secret Sam. <laughs> why do I Why, why do I vaguely feel that Secret Sam is the dirty uncle we never talk about? <laughs> we just we just earned an explicit test. <laughs> Hey,
0: David, how's your periscope extension?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it
2: always shoots the right bullets.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're supposed to oh. look into the telescope with your eye, guys. Oh with your geez. eye.
1: I was, the first half of that, I'm thinking lot going, okay, it's kind of innocent. And then it just <clears throat> took a turn. Oh,
2: it makes you look at Secret
0: Squirrel in a whole different light. That's <laughs> Secret just... Sam,
1: Sam, Sam. Where does he get those wonderful toys? <laughs> Come and
0: sit on Secret Sam's <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
2: periscopes at ball yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here.
1: Woo! Ooh. Okay, well, that sets Ooh. the tone, doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> Just got
2: very warm in here, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> should we? Should we
0: bring <laughs> things down a little bit and talk about comics? <laughs> sure.
1: Well, looks like we got ourselves a reader.
2: Read between the lines, bitch.
0: Do we want to talk about much else? Not really. (laughs) 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 Then the Multiversity Guidebook. I mean, that came out this week. This is you know, obviously multiversity has been going on for a couple of months now. This is Grant Morrison's probably his his epic swan song to all things. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, he has superhero. talked about
1: a long time. He's talked about the fact that he wasn't going to do any more superhero things. Although we do know he's got Wonder Woman still up his sleeve. Mm-hmm.
0: But he's already that's what done and dusted. I yeah. Think just the art
2: oh, and you get there. a tease of that Wonder Woman mm-hmm. in um, the the Earth One page. Yeah, you do. See initially. what she looks like her yeah. costume. Yeah. You know, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: But this is this is weird because it's 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 not. Like his his multiversity books to date have been sort of set in a different earth, basically, and there's and the linking uh, factor from all of these comics has been the uh, comic within a comic, this this ultra comics that's kind of leak, you know, sort of the link between the different parallel universes. This is the multiversity guidebook, and the guidebook is something that normally you get um, in 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 the comics world. It actually explains to you. Everything you need to know about that universe, you can oh, just jump on. not in Grant Morrison's world. in Grant Morrison's world. In Grant Morrison's world, the Multiversity Guidebook is a book within a book within a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a story set on one of the Earths where somebody finds a comic, which leads you to a story about one of the other Earths where they find the Multiversity Guidebook, where you actually get profiles of all 50, 52 <laughs> Earths <laughs> before coming back to the main story and talking about I'll the get end like Oh, some of know. the Earths are destroyed. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> footage not found. <laughs> yeah, but this, this is this is. Kind Kind of the height, like, and like, you know, Dave and I have spoken about super gods a lot. Mm -hmm. And all that sort of stuff that Morrison talks about in Super Gods, his ideas of of you know the connection between the reader and the writer, and how you know the create, every time you create a, a universe, you're actually creating another world, mm, and mm. the whole the whole notion that the 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 writer and the reader are actually engaging in something far bigger than just mm. uh, you know salesmanship. It's actually this this process where you're creating something. Yeah, together. it's like this
2: one dimensional <clears throat> media of comic books is the fifth dimension of imagination, yeah. which is a real.
0: Is a real dimension, yeah, and this and it comes back to that time and time again. In the very first multiversity book, he's actually saying, "Don't go on, reader. If you do, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if it's your fault." And this is kind of the ultimate kind of uh, where that leads is that you know we've got these fifty-two anything that can be created. And some I, don't, I don't
2: know if it's intentional, but it feels to me like the characters in these books are sometimes looking directly at me. Yes, like, and I don't know if that if it's drawn that way on purpose or if it's of just something it that's. I, yeah. I think it is, isn't it? It's like we're part of the no, yeah. Dave. You've, the gone narrative. Mad. <laughs>
1: you've gone completely mad. I think my, fav- I think my favorite.
2: <laughs> I exhausted myself completely. Do you, do you spend
0: hours trying to get into the little people inside
2: your television and talk to them? No, but I talk to my cat. <laughs> my cat's visited other worlds. <laughs> That's real. That's, that's actually yeah, that's yeah, real. That's that's real science. Yeah. That's yeah. science. You can prove is it. That. The nine lives of cat are yeah. actually
1: nine different yeah. dimensions. Yeah. 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 Um, now, <laughs> no, here's
2: one for you, Dave. If you lie down on the ground and put your hand right in front of your face, it appears to be a giant hand that can alter your reality. <laughs> yeah. this, this, this is what the filth remember, is all about. No, <laughs> remember when
0: we burst a cloud last weekend? Yes, yeah. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah.
2: Well, Where's the show let, gone? No, <laughs> let, let, let's take this into real Grant Morrison territory for a moment, shall we? Please. Oh, okay, really? yeah. <laughs> what is real? It's all real. It's all real,
1: Dave. <laughs> I must say, back to this book, though. I think my favourite is <laughs> real. Is the book even real? No, I think my favourite pages of this show is where he actually does the two-page spread where he outlines the graph. That actually yes. explains the universe. Which well, is interesting.
0: We've been seeing this graph of the multiverse for ages. Mm. And here he actually works it into the narrative, which I think is genius. Yeah. You know, the fact that, you know, a character picks up a book that's about them, you know, because they're <laughs> basically the two main worlds that we're playing with. Are um, it's the Little Gotham people mm-hmm. and Jack Kirby's, uh, is it Kamandi? Uh, Com- I think so, yeah. Kamandi, yeah, the, the Jungle Boy, basically. Yeah. And uh, so it's those two universes. And I'd the love... Armoured
1: Batman from... that's
0: Yeah, the Armoured Batman from Earth-30-something. Whatever it is, yeah. yeah. And uh, Earth-17. Check, you know what we We've we got a guidebook. <laughs> we need actually. a guidebook for this <laughs> stuff. Um, but it's, it's basically those three. But they're the two main universes that they're in. Some startling revela- uh, revelations about... Um, I had trouble with the word revelations. Uh, in, in another parallel universe, there's a completely flawless Richard who's, who's, done, who's done this shit? How, did, how did you pronounce it? I think I, I don't know how I tried to pronounce it, but yeah. the word was revelations.
2: Because that could be an incantation. You, you might have the just created you know. an incantation. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Cause words are spells words, Dave. are spells. words are spells. There are people out there but right now who are going, Crowley. "I don't want to work that hard in my comic books." <laughs> <laughs> we, we've turned
2: this episode into a Grant Morrison comic.
0: We have, in fact, in my reviews, I always say the writing of this review or talking about this book it actually added another level mm. to this whole thing. So. Dude. Dude But yeah this is the thing though I think that's a really important point You don't have to work that hard The, the way that Morrison's written this You can read it as a straight adventure But if you're a DC fan There's like layers Under layers mm. Layer a,
1: upon layer upon layer
0: It's the parfait of comic books <laughs> <laughs> it's, also, it's, layers. <laughs> it's also
2: interesting Everybody because loves if you're parfait are. If you're a Grant Morrison fanatic Like Richard and I are And you to an extent as well Dave Like if you know a lot about his experiences Oh you two are with, definitely Bigger Grant Morrison yeah. fans like I, if, like I
1: like Grant Morrison a lot I'll yeah. take you, my hat off to Richard, yeah. Richard's yeah. living his yeah. yeah. life but you it. guys know, like, he, he's <laughs> he's
2: one of my heroes, just not in comic books, in everything. But like, if you read about his experiences with magic and incantations, yes. and his views on worlds, and his you know drug experiences,
1: like. I was going to say you are aware that Grant Morrison took a lot of drugs when he was younger
2: for for a period, but <laughs> most of most of his most eclectic work is ridden sober. Yeah, but yeah. to be he fair had to him, the drugs to draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, There's a long story about that. Well, it's you not actually, I mean,
1: seriously, really,
0: people. Uh, we we mentioned it so many times that read Super Gods. Yeah, yeah. and not, really not just care. that. Also,
1: go back and listen to Kevin mm. Smith's. Uh, Batman yeah. and Batman, yeah. the, interview is the two-part interview yeah. with Grant cool. Morrison. The, the long and
2: short fantastic. of it, all, all you really need to know is that Grant Morrison had an extreme experience where he he was taken out of this universe and shown how life works, right? That's the long and short of it. And so he began to take every drug under the sun to see if it would recapture that experience that he had to confirm whether or not he'd actually had a true experience or a lapse in his mind. And mm. so ever since then, he's been trying to chase this... This, yeah. this beast, right? And so that's, that's why he took a lot of drugs for that period. It wasn't like, oh, I'm a crazy writer. And, uh, you know? <laughs> got, like, or John Lennon, apparently. Yeah. yeah, Or right. well, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. well, he did at one stage um, summon John Lennon, who sang a new song for him. That's uh, right. Um, he wrote it. Yeah, he performed yeah. and it. you can hear it on YouTube. Look it up. Yeah, John Lennon, Grant true. Morrison. And it's astounding. It sounds it's just exact... like a song John Lennon would have written. It's actually true. <laughs> Supposedly, he also like summoned Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, and Stanley Kubrick spoke to him about plots that he never got to film. Anyway, Dave's looking at me like I'm a nutcase. <laughs> <laughs> but my point being, after this long spiel, is that if you know a lot about Grant Morrison, Multiversity takes on this life of like well, this complete is- utter like I'm opening the doors into something yeah. that I should not necessarily be looking at.
0: He is a writer who's literally written himself into his narratives. Mm-hmm because he didn't know where the story was going to go mm. there and he had to put himself in there in order to direct the story. Mm. He, he's someone who believes in a link between uh, the, the storyteller and the thing he's creating. Mm. And this is kind of like there's, – there's, there's scenes in this where he's talking about um, the people who re- who reboot, the people who reset, mm. and you know he's talking about DC. You mm. know he's talking about publishers. Do you know what's funny about this? Though? Yeah. This
1: whole conversation as we're sa- as we're discussing it right now. Last week we talked about Hickman <laughs> and having to have a whiteboard and charts. <laughs> who also
0: has a book out? This oh,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who has to have whiteboards and charts to follow his stories? Yeah. I feel like Grant Morrison just wrote his whiteboard. Down.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's given us his chart. Yeah. This that is his very ch- nice. This is
1: his chart. Yeah. <laughs> follow along yeah. if you will, kids. Yeah, the, Mar- the
2: Morrison stuff goes deep. There's actually even a Morrison con. Yes, In the states, it's where, true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it is, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's a way to live your life, Grant Morrison. I, I, I don't think so. I choose to live my life that <laughs> way. Yeah, I have a feeling that we're going to be the, the important part of Multiversity. That the end, we're I the, we're you, the you ones that Richard. are- You and Richard. No, in all seriousness, it, it doesn't- it does, yeah. <laughs> No, because I think that when this is in a trade, right? Like when this is in a trade, this is what's so brilliant about Multiversity. When this is in a collection, we're going to have in our left hand all these, all these universes in our right hand. All these universes. When we open that, we're going to open thank fifty-two God said, worlds.
1: Thank God, you said all these universes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hear me out because this is something. that's how much Dave loves. Yeah. Great
2: yeah, nice. yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> No, no, but here we This is like really interesting to me is that when you close that compendium, you're gonna be colliding and converging all these universes into one. And I think that's definitely intentional. I agree. That we are the, the big element. I'm looking forward to reading. the hand. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this is why you'll never get Grant Morrison, Dave. <laughs> you're too busy secret
0: Sammy. <laughs> so, what, so, what, so what Dave's saying, Dave is saying, is that it's all a wank. <laughs>
1: Kind of no. Yeah. no what I'm saying is when, like, It's you know, very very yeah, good yeah, Don't get yeah, me wrong yeah. I, I just don't buy into the Where Dave my life chooses to live and his <laughs> life in the
0: climax And that's fine I'm too. looking
1: forward to the trade Where I turn to the last page And there's a shot of you and Dave By microphones talking about
0: mark my words. We're <laughs> part of pop culture now. Yeah. Though. yeah.
1: Look,
2: like the, this is the kind of thing. It's like, like, oh, one more brief thing on this multiversity. I'll, 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 well, yeah, I'll just, I will shut up for twenty I minutes. Knew this yeah. issue was just yeah. like all the oxygen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the
2: room <laughs> you can't bring up Grant Morrison and expect me to be quiet on the matter of course like, you yeah, can't of course you can't you know but like look, I was talking about in the filth the whole thing if you're lying on the floor and your hand is in front of your face it appears big in multiversity there's a thing there with yeah exactly there's a thing there with a hand that's coming in and altering the universe which I think they're calling the monitor right the monitor uh, yeah, the monitor, Nick, Nick
0: Swarton. Nick Swarton, last yeah. One.
2: And the kind of thing is that if you imagine yourself in one of these real universes, which is a one-dimensional plane, you are a drawn figure. Yes. And what is, a, what is a giant hand to a drawn figure looking out of that yeah. panel? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is us turning the pages.
0: It's the it's like in the Simpsons yeah. tapped out game, the giant hand yeah. that taps. So you're
1: saying, oh, no, <clears throat> this actually blows my mind a bit. So you're saying that the hand that's in this book, the flaming mm-hmm. hand is is us.
0: Is us, yeah. Yeah. It's either us or the creator mm. itself. Like it's, it's the same
2: way it works in the very first. No, but are we issue. not the
1: creator? We are yeah. in a
0: way. We are. Yeah, because our it, mind is yeah. cr- making that. We're bringing
2: the story yeah. in the very first issue. There is that thing of like, don't turn the page. Yeah, and that's referring to us. This giant hand. I'm, so glad, I'm so glad
1: you're here to guide us through. this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it does get very meta because when he talks about the people he
0: reboot, the people who reset, he's clearly talking about the e- the publishers, the editors, you know. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's and it, to an the extent, us start, that want it to re- change. If you go back to the very first issue of Multiversity, he was talking about the the powers. There's all these beautiful, wonderful created worlds, and these forces that are trying to make them homogenous. And if that's not a modern comics publisher, then I don't know what it yeah, is. True, you know? That's true. So, but speak. We've mentioned Jonathan yeah. Hickman. We should probably talk a little bit about his book that came out this week. Oh, must we? Well. I'm
1: exhausted after Morris. So. <laughs> well,
0: Dave's clearly spent. And
2: <laughs> I'm not going to talk now for twenty
0: minutes. Using his giant hand. Uh, <laughs>
2: but,
0: uh, we'll talk very quickly. Uh, Jonathan Hickman, who also tends to need a guidebook to get through his things, uh, but he also has lovely clean white pages in between mm. chapters, which is just lovely. I think and at it's the end lovely.
1: of every one of his books, he has a graph that tells the, you how. He doesn't in this one. This is actually really, this book's <laughs> called
0: The Dying and the Dead. Which, strangely enough, deals with death and dying. Dying. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a really good book. It's so a
1: light-hearted tale. It's, is what you're saying. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a
0: barrel of laughs and merit. Uh But no, it's actually someone who journeys into the land of the dead. Effectively, uh, by the end of it, uh, to sort of a uh, someone in his his fifties or sixties is a war veteran who he deal who his wife is dying, and he goes in there to to see what can be done. But he's made an offer um, that uh, something that only a mortal can do. <clears throat> And uh, and it sort of goes from there. I don't want to spoil it too much because it's, it's it's quite a long issue. The, the artwork issue. is gorgeous. The artwork is uh, Ryan Bodenheim Bodden, and in colors by Michael Garland. It's beautiful. It is it's absolutely beautiful. It's actually I haven't read uh, this one
1: yet. I do want to read this. Hickman is not one that I jump to and read because I find Hickman a little bit in, uh, impenetrable. Mm. Um, it is. But looking at this book, I want to read this because the art is. Gorgeous. It is mm.
0: cinematic. Like the first 20, 30 pages, it's very minimal dialogue, very yeah. minimal. It's it's mostly art driven. And I really, really enjoy it. And then it but then when it stops being art driven, because it, it takes a thematic and uh, narrative turn all of a sudden, and then you're into this completely different thing. And then it takes a third turn. So there's almost like Hickman
1: taking turns? No.
0: I know. But this, is,
1: <laughs> but this is closer to his
0: east of west type of stuff than it is his Avengers type of stuff. So, uh, if you're into that sort of thing, go I and check like this one reasons. out. So do I. I mean, I fell, fell behind with that, but I think it
1: actually falls down after about the fourth issue. But. I tend
0: to agree. Yeah, uh, it, it was a solid see. start, though. He does really good beginnings. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but, but that's how
1: I felt about his Avengers stuff too. I thought it started really solid, mm. and it actually lost me. Where I know you got through it and mm. loved it, but it lost me.
0: Yeah, it's a, it, it's a tough read, um, but it's this is actually a really beautiful mm. uh, book, and I, I recommend it highly. Uh, A couple of other ones I quickly want to mention that came out this week. Uh, the, there was of course a second issue of Bitch Planet which, which uh, I
1: adored It's is,
0: is wonderful and I like this one because it actually got more into kind of the world and how good that, is that they, sight
1: gag of her jogging and people coming up to her oh. to say that she should do it and in the background that fight that, that yes. riot is forming and people
0: are joining the fight <laughs> and it's just people getting more who are and more talking to her bag to bag sort of peel off <laughs> and join the fight <laughs> it's wonderful it's just, I think this is one of Kelly Sue's best works it's a so. really good
1: book this is one the second issue in follow it it is a really good book the other one I want to mention Kelly really, Sue DeConnick <laughs> uh, friend of the show friend of the
0: show show Kelly yeah. i also want
1: to mention very quickly uh harley quinn this week
0: oh how good was that book where she
1: is just completely messing up her entire life because she has to go to work but she needs to get plumbing done plus she has a date <laughs> plus she's supposed to be at the roller derby yeah and we get a, re- uh, a reprise of uh, cyborg yeah it's um, <laughs> <He's> just there it's <laughs> just there this is a fun book god this is a continuing book that is just never missed a beat it is just fun
0: there's, uh, and, that, and I actually recommend that issue of Harley Quinn for people who haven't read it yet. This is issue Jump 14. On, yeah. It's a jumping on point. Absolutely. Because it perfectly, almost every issue is a jumping on point, but this is a perfectly sort of encapsulates what is great about Harley And what Harley I love
1: Quinn. about it is it's this parody, fluffy, fun book that on the surface doesn't look like it's going, but it is a continuous story. We are yeah. following um, Harley Quinn's- much,
0: much like... Uh, Palmiotti and Connor's uh, Power Girl. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Was... And, and I think in many ways probably actually better than the Power Girl run in the sense of how long they managed to keep the continuity I going. I didn't
0: want to say that, David, because I know how important that is I think is the Palmiotti
1: too. Power Girl is a better book, but that's a, better, that's a different story. Ah, uh,
0: well, there you go. <clears throat> There's another book that came out, new one. It's a new Vertigo title by uh, Tim Seeley uh, called Effigy. And I really, really like this book. Check this. This one looks like I wanted be, to read this one uh, so bad. It, it look well. It looks mm. like it's going to be one to. You to can follow.
2: be forgiven. You were reading
1: five thousand issues <laughs> of New Fifty Two. True, <laughs> which is what yeah. I did yeah. the week before. Yeah, no, futures <laughs> end. So <laughs> oh, futures. No, ends. I
2: just I love um, Tim Seeley's revival. That yeah, it, that yeah, it does. yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: uh, but this one it starts off. It it opens with like a kid show called Star Cops. Like the first six uh, pages, and and it's like the little girl who was in that grown up. And she's, she's sort of... Her life's sort of gone in weird ways. She was disgraced. There was a sex tape. There was all sorts of things. And now she's just a cop in a small town where everyone... She, she's had to return to, um, despite the fact that when she was in Hollywood, she said, like, I hate my small town. I'm never returning there. <laughs> there are a bunch of hicks. But now she has to work as a cop and has no respect there whatsoever. But... Uh, a series of murders start, and the murders seem to be related to her show, Star Cops. So it's it's an interesting setup. So I'm I'm really keen to see where this goes, and the art's really lovely. This is Marley Zarkoni, who I who I don't know, uh, with Ryan Hill doing colours. Uh, but the I really like the art style. It, it sort of suits this this sort of book. And 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 yeah, if it's actually if you like revival, it's not quite that. Um, immediately spooky and kind of that immediate you know how, that, how revival's mm, quite atmospheric totally, in that yeah. sense doesn't have quite that but it's that same sort of um, investigative thing like he's got a cop sort of front and center who's you know, maybe not the favourite person in the town, but mm. it's just sort of like... It's a female uh, police mm. lead. Okay. So it's kind of got that, that, that connection to to Revival as well. So awesome. really, really, really like this book as well. There's a bunch of other stuff out this week, but we uh, we probably want to move on to other stuff. I didn't get to read it. There was... Oh, actually, we should mention Uncanny Avengers. The recommender. Uh, book that came out this week which Rick is wrote a book I know. <laughs> <it's> <laughs> Stunning. Phenomenal. It's one of seventeen thousand that he's writing monthly. <laughs> um I think I think I could be underestimating that. Mm. Uh but that was really, really fun. Um it's basically it's an Avengers book that's got um Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch in it for some reason. I can't think of any reason why they would want to make them front no, and center again all, in an Avengers no. book in the lead up to a movie called Avengers <laughs>
1: Age of Ultron! Something like that. Uh, uh, work on that. You've been better,
2: though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was,
1: I, 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 I didn't hear Pull anything. your finger <laughs> out, <laughs> My throat was blocked. <laughs>
0: um, a couple of things came out this week. There was a bunch of TV shows. There was Agent Carter was fabulous this week. We won't get into these too much. because we We'll just say Agent
1: Carter this week was really good, though, because we had the return of Howard Stark.
0: And you also had a, a cameo <coughs> uh, from a, a significant Marvel person. Mm. Yes. Mm. We won't spoil that for you if you haven't seen it yet. It but was Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Can I read <leave> your newspaper? <laughs> uh, the Flash was great. The Flash, you get a lot more... I have a question about The Flash.
1: Yes. Very quickly. He's the fastest ah! man alive. First of all... He'll save every one of us. First of all, their little prison that they've got going yeah. in, in the thing is for metahumans. Yes. Why were they putting Pied Piper in there? He's not a metahuman. And two... Because <laughs> he's a dick. And two... <laughs> And two Some
0: metahumans and dicks Don't you remember that?
1: Having a look at this little Having a look at this little prison That they've created yeah. These little cells have no bathrooms they have no, I know I often feed, wonder How that. do they feed them? You know <laughs> It's like yeah. I, It's just a chink in the armour Of the flag like, <laughs> like, like, i don't quite, like, quite Up quite... until this point The show was perfect It was great But you look at these little cells And you go I'm not sure if this actually well, makes sense We
0: haven't seen some of them for a while
1: <laughs> <laughs> Turn the cells around as a skeleton <laughs>
0: Uh, Arrow, of course, was, was good as always, but actually, I'm enjoying The Flash a little bit more at the moment. I think, I think since they've done the crossover, you kind of see what a fun TV I superhero is. Yeah, show I think, today, I think you know? I'm, uh, the big thing
1: about the Arrow, the big thing about Arrow, Arrow though, is it. we're waiting for Ollie Queen to come mm. back. I mean, at the moment, it's kind of treading water. He's Oliver Queen is alive. Well, he is, we know <laughs> that, but uh, that's been for a couple episodes now, but he's not back. No. And so we've got kind of the team arrow screwing up completely, and you're just kind of waiting for him to come back and put it all back together yeah. again and yeah. become a superhero show again, you know?
0: The, uh, I just, I, because I, I forgot to play this.
1: I've been watching you. A la 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 long. A la 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 long, 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 long,
0: long. Because we've also been watching Justice League Throne of Atlantis, which came out yes. officially this week on Blu ray and DVD around the world and on digital. And this is the new DC animated original movie. Based on
1: the 50. 50- so it's basically a sequel to war. Yes.
0: What is it good for? (laughs) Absolutely Absolutely nothing. nothing, Let's say it again. Uh, It's an interesting one because uh, it's it's sort of bits of the trench but not really. Yeah, so it's Uh, a mishmash
1: of Aquaman issues one to six.
0: Which incidentally is our pick of the week next week with our special guest Louis Joyce. We'll probably talk about this movie a little bit more then. Nice segue. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And then it's also a crossover with the Justice League arc Throne of Atlantis. Yes, it is. Um, and there's bits and pieces
0: of um, the Superman, uh, Wonder Woman, or the Wonder Woman Superman stuff in there as well. well the fact that they're
1: having a relationship, they're having yeah. a
0: relationship, but some of that dialogue about you know the glasses really work, don't they? Mm-hmm. That's straight out of that that run as well. I love so. where at, at
1: the it's no spoiler for the story, but I love at the end of this when he says, "Do you want to go out for dinner later?" And she goes, "I'll see if I can find my glasses." <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: because basically it's the two of them sitting in a diner together, both wearing glasses as their secret disguise, and she's saying. Why don't they notice who I am? I'm just wearing glasses. Like, yeah, they don't want to know. You it's know? just saying we
1: can, we can, we can hide amongst me. Goes no, we can be.
0: Yeah, them.
1: You know, it's like, you know, and I think her response is, "Why would we want, we want to?" to.
0: <laughs> and then Shazam turns up. He's like,
1: "Hey, are you two dating?"
0: <laughs> That's great. Um, I like the way they've done Shazam in that. movie. I have a question
1: about that though, because the problem I always had with the 52 version of Shazam is that. Billy Batson disappears and mm. he becomes Captain Marvel or now Shazam. They've changed the name. The point is that that's actually a different person. Yeah. He's an adult. And that's why nobody knew it was a child. The New 52 take on it, they kind of got him still acting like a kid. Yeah. Even though he's in this big grown body. And it's, biz- it's kind of bizarre. Um, it, I, I just and I wonder kinda, if
0: that's the movie version that they are going to do. I think
1: it's yeah. I think this is this is mm. because I, you don't get that feeling in the comics.
0: And I think that's why the movie version, for an understanding, is going to be done completely separately to all the other DC movies, mm. so they can maybe go for a kind of lighthearted kitty sort of film. Probably why Dwayne yeah. Johnson
1: wanted to do it. So yeah, but he's Black Adam. <laughs> he's though. playing Black Adam, <clears> yeah.
0: so go figure. But it's a fun movie. Go and check it out. Uh, there's a few. There's a preview in there for future. Uh, DC films at the end of it mm. and you know it, it, now that the Justice League is properly formed in the DC animated universe so How we're, we're back to the beginning again two
1: moments in this thing overall my entire feeling of it was since Bruce Tim left they've kind of lost their heart um, And it feels a bit stiff it, like feels, it feels a bit stiff a little yeah. bit it feels a little bit more like a Marvel animated film now than a DC animated yeah. film but Aside from that, the two most badass, <laughs> <laughs> the two most badass moments in Misto are when Wonder Woman comes down. Oh,
0: I know what the other one is.
1: Oh, yeah, we'll get to that yeah. in a second. <laughs> when it comes down and basically. Uh, declares herself as an Amazon to these Atlanteans and beats the crap out of them and Lois goes, I wouldn't want to be on her backside. No. And the other one, of course, is where he calls the shark.
0: Yeah, Black is giving... The, it's basically the deep blue sea moment <laughs> yeah. in the thing. Black Manta's giving this giant speech. And I'm Aquaman sorry, I'm going to spoil goes, it. Bloop, bloop, and Aquaman bloop, bloop, just sends out a message and the shark just grabs it.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's a giant prehistoric shark. shark. Yeah. It comes out of nowhere. And it's No, I actually really it. loved the bit
0: at the start where he's like talking to the lobster. He's like, well, you're coming with yeah. me. I like, when, I like it when he actually
1: turns and goes, I can talk to fish now and it's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs>
0: By the way, while you were gone. <laughs> so that's really good. Look, next week, a lot of the stuff that's coming out in terms of comics. Uh, there's Cluster, number one, coming out from Boom Studios. Uh, some of the stuff that I'm really looking forward to, uh, Rat God from Dark Horse, the end of the first Jeff uh, Johns, John Rom- Romita mm-hmm. Jr., Arc of Superman, which I think I'm apparently I'm all up to date. Apparently, there's going to be a massive twist at the end of that one, so I'm really well. I'm waiting for the twist because
1: they've already had one twist, which is of course um, that he turned out to be a bad guy,
0: sort of like a a, a good a, a misguided misguided bad guy. guy. Yeah, <laughs> issue
1: thirty seven, which is the most recent one. Yeah, um, has kind of him turning again. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but then it. Not to spoil too much on it because it's a brand new comic. He's kind of turning again at the end, so it's kind of going like in loop de loops at the moment. So, so it's been a fascinating. It's an arc. interesting arc, yeah. okay. and it
0: actually gets really more to the heart of what Superman is mm. as well. So I really like that. Uh, but of course, speaking of Grant Morrison, he's mm. got his new Image Comics book next week with Chris Burnham, who was yes. uh, and Nathan Fairburn, who were the Batman Incorporated, Incorporated. team, uh, called Nameless is coming out next week. So really looking forward to that. There's a book called Postal. Um, there's there's a new miniseries called All New Captain America fear him so I'd, that seems to be spinning off from that the big event starts next week for Guardians of the Galaxy and X-Men which is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy X-Men uh, Black Vortex Alpha
1: <laughs> because the last Guardians of the Galaxy X-Men crossover was so successful yeah <laughs> and, and, and
0: you know uh, BMB's uh, Brian Michael Bendis is is behind this one yeah, as well yeah, uh, look I've got a, I've got a big shout out for three books that are coming out uh, next week issue two is the books we already loved Unbeatable Squirrel Girl number two Ant-Man number two and Star Wars number two oh, are yes. coming out Next week. They're all going to be must reads, but but,
1: but. <laughs> next week
0: after about three months break or four months break, whatever it is, it's the return of
1: Saga next week. Thank God. So next issue yeah. so of this of this show on the what we've been reading is just going to say Saga, Saga,
2: yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty much, and Star Wars too. Star oh, hey, Saga Star and um, Star Wars um, unbeatable Squirrel Girl, and it'll also be um GOTG BVA uh, by um, BMB. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, can, I alpha. Qu- can I just ask
1: one quick? Can I?
0: God, so Al- actually should be called Guardians of the Galaxy and X Men Black Vortex Alpha Papa.
1: <laughs> no, go, go uh, Street Fighter, Alpha Turbo you Alpha know, Turbo, too. oh yeah My um, question about the book Postal Is that based on the computer game? <laughs>
0: it's just about a bloke who's really pissed but, off yeah. it's, Ooh, based a on, film. it's based on the Michael Douglas film Michael Douglas uh, film uh, Falling Down No, it's, no. Actually, it's actually based on the
1: life of a postal worker All every issue is, is him just delivering
0: <laughs> mail <laughs> It's just a guy who like really likes licking stamps <laughs>
2: What was that Kevin Costner movie? The Postman.
0: His superpower is a really moist tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you want to do some news headlines to get out of unfortunate segue that we've done and just keep talking because I've stuffed up my soundboard? But here we go.
1: Tenet has been cast as Zebediah Kilgrave or The Purple Man on Marvel's, a.k.a. Jessica Jones, for Netflix. Meanwhile, Australia's Rachel Taylor will also join the show as Hellcat. Mm.
0: Akira creator Katsuhiro Otomo has won France's Angoulême Grand Prix, beating at Jeremiah artist Herman and Watchmen artist Alan Moore. Writer Alan Alan Moore.
1: Alan Moore. Marvel adds Charles Sewell's Inhumans, Attila and Rising in May, launching the ongoing series under the Secret Wars Battleworld banner.
0: 20th Century Fox is reportedly in negotiations with Marvel to bring X-Men to television.
1: Hmm. Still on Fox, Colm Fior will join TV's Gotham as Dr. Francis Dolmacher better known as, you guessed it, the Dollmaker. Duhlmacher. Get it?
0: Get it? Uh, Metchad Brooks has been cast to play James Olsen in the forthcoming Supergirl series for CBS.
1: DC announces two new Batman Unlimited animated movies, along with several 22-minute Shorts Starring Batman The Flash Red Robin Nightwing And your favourite Green Arrow Mine? Oh yeah I do like him Don't I (laughs) Lego has announced
0: That it will not only Be releasing a Marvel's Avengers Game this year But a new 3000 piece Shield Helicarrier Set due out In March Start saving Your pennies People (laughs) (laughs)
1: Sony Pictures has acquired the rights to produce Jeff Lemire's Descender, a new sci-fi comic series due out uh, in March from Image Comics. Mm, Before that first issue comes out, they've
0: already acquired the rights to the film. But finally, after much speculation as to its existence, Fox has finally released the first Fantastic Four trailer this week to a puzzled audience. Is it truly fantastic or are things looking... Wait for it. Grim Let's find out In our patented Trailer commentary Patent pending
1: Alright 20th Century Fox Not usually a good (laughs) sign
3: How did we get this far?
0: I have no idea Vague vague voice So it's starting to sound Like every other trailer
3: have an immeasurable
0: I feel a field of wheat coming on. Why somewhere. does he sound
1: like the Candyman? It's a field of wheat. <laughs> There's a field of wheat. Oh, it's it's
0: it's Interstellar. It's Interstellar's trailer or Talents Malik film, I think. Oh, at this point. Captain
1: America multiplied by four.
0: I <laughs> 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 oh, Like from the producers of
1: X Men. Oh, sinister boardroom. Oh, look, it's Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> Where's his blue wang? It rests on the shoulders It's like a
0: generations to come. This, this is an Apple ad,
2: isn't it? <laughs> Think differently Here's to the fantastic ones <laughs> The discussion. crazy ones the Why the are you wearing spacesuits if they're going the into a pond? I don't know
1: And why is he allowed to wear his glasses inside the space helmet? No. That's, that sounds like it's good Oh, h risk is. there <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Think. You shouldn't, shouldn't light a match for any
0: part. Speaking of OHS consequences. <laughs> <laughs> Black suits. Oh. oh. Square logo. It's the Fan Four Stick. It's the Fan Four Stick. Fan That's four the name stick. of the film. Square logo. Yeah. You're ready for what's coming.
1: What is coming?
0: Honestly. We have no we idea.
1: No idea. <laughs> the thing is naked. <laughs> oh,
2: dear.
0: So that was fantastic. Four.
1: So after last week... No, no, talk- to, be,
0: to be frank, it's the fan four-stick. We know this. So last
1: week we we speculated that this film didn't really exist and we can see now that it does that it indeed <laughs> exist, but is it what we expected? This is interesting. I didn't no, hate w- this trailer. Yeah,
2: it wasn't what I was expecting at all because I think it looks kind of good. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what it looks like? It looks like it could fit quite nicely into the world of Man <clears> of <throat> Steel, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. It yeah. actually, the first half of that trailer looks like the Man of Steel. Yeah, it looks like hobo, a of
1: bat- hobo Superman,
0: <laughs> like hobo Mister Fantastic. <laughs> you can imagine this guy. You, you find him in an alley with he, with his bottle in a, in, a, in a in a brown paper bag, and say, "Who are you? I'm Mister Fantastic." I want a cameo.
1: I want Mister Fantastic be walking down the street, and there's hobo Superman on the street, <laughs> and he throws him a quarter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you know Aquaman's in it because there are whales, <laughs> which is what they told us in the first one. No, I don't know exactly. It's more epic than I thought it would be because everyone was sort of the prognosticators of Doom We're saying it's Chronicle 2 it's all going to be found footage stuff no, it's it doesn't all look be, like that. It do, it looks, it's a slick looking film yeah. so far it's a little dark for my taste but then uh, I was talking to your son before here, and, and he was saying I don't get the Fantastic Four I don't get like they've always been too goofy for me and so this is kind of the other extreme and I kind of like that they've kind of, This is This is very much the ultimate Fantastic Four, by mm. the way. Not Which
1: the, the one I six. think we should announce at this <clears throat> point that we are going to throw it onto the reading list. I think we yeah. need to do ultimate Fantastic Four. It's,
0: it's a 60-issue run. Um, ultimate Fantasy. And there's actually, at the same time, if you go to our uh, our site, behindthepanels.net, um, and you look at our post where we put the trailer up, there's actually a... Commentary. K- official commentary from, uh, apparently he can speak, Josh Drank. He wasn't <laughs> too high to speak in that one. And uh, Simon Kinberg.
1: Yes, Kinberg did do most of the talking, though, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, Maybe he was high, but not too high. Too high to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Levels of
0: high, it's like a, it's like a Venn
1: diagram. Well, he wasn't so high he couldn't yeah. speak. He I don't was know, like, um, high enough that he could still articulate yeah. words but <laughs> you know
2: I think it just looks like it's a movie coming out like, like it doesn't really show anything it's just I, like here's some beautiful shots we also shots. found out four like, days ago that, you know, it's true uh, no, we no, can't no. really judge it's, the it's very No, and, and, yeah. and
1: if John Carter has taught us anything which is we don't prejudge the film before it comes mm. out we can look at it and go it's not quite what we expected mm. and of course four days ago we found out as the music is playing in the background <laughs> that uh, Philip Glass is going to co-write the score
2: yes yes, which is so, so exciting
0: yeah. uh, I think they should actually get Steve Coogan <laughs> to do any of the Koyaanisqatsi I just found out that (laughs) Koyaanisqatsi's intro is far longer than I remember (laughs) where's the fantastic in this four film (laughs) 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 The, the thing is about the fantastic four we've seen Oh yeah. Soak it in. You know, cool. I've seen I've seen
2: Philip Glass live, and I've seen um, Steve Coogan live. So <laughs> the, the worlds have collided. If you, just, if you just bring in Josh Trank into that equation, you're fine. Actually, I, I had a chance to see Josh Trank live when really? we were doing this media thing yes, where chronicles. I didn't go yeah. though, but oh, so you didn't? Yeah. No, I didn't. I had a chance. That would have been a perfect. Were you too high to talk to him? Yeah, no. <laughs> I was too busy reading Morrison was too busy comics. Looking at his hand, apparently. <laughs> being serious, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> The, uh, Speaking of serious Sam, this movie does look pretty serious.
0: It, that's the thing. It, it's 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 it, it's not the fun, goofy Fantastic Four that we know from the comics. We've seen that movie made though. We've seen Tim Story's films, and the first one was pretty good. The first one was fun. The second one we we don't speak of. <laughs> uh, the Rise of the Silver Surfer was. Silver Surfer is well done
1: Silver Surfer looked good Yeah Yeah, yeah. That, that, I'll, that, I'll give it that, that. <laughs> but It's kind uh, of like
2: It's beginning to get A little bit uncomfortable Like the whole Media assassination Aspect to this Because yeah. like A lot of people Are now going Josh Trank And they're putting him Under the, the target sights And it's kind of like There's part there's actually part of me That on, like, you know, of me really, really ri- wants yeah. I'm going to be so upset yeah. If the Koyaanis Quatsy theme yeah. Is not <laughs> in the film Why I bring two, that four. up Is because I think it, It's shifting away From what people Are really upset About this movie like what the real reason is and the real reason is that people have been waiting for a fantastic movie for a long time yeah and like they've had two shots at it that didn't work and we went through that and there are people here that like and i'm not the biggest fantastic four reader in the world i haven't read that much like but at the end of the day there are people that have read 40 years of this yeah that are really wanting to see it and the kind of thing is in this post you know disney marvel world this is kind of not up to scratch with what people are expecting. No, we trick. want to see a Fantastic Four film fan that looks yeah. like an Iron Man film. Yeah, and the kind of thing is, I think this looks like a really good movie, honestly, from that. It looks like it'd be really good. If I saw that in a cinema and I didn't have this, any any of this baggage of like hearing stories about Josh mm-hmm. Trank or any of this like, you know, look at what Disney's doing. I think this looks like a pretty decent superhero film. Except
1: you know? we like, don't get anything particularly it's just not, fantastic in But this it. is That's the kind the of problem. thing is like,
2: what is the Fantastic For- Four? The Fantastic Four is like, it's a family unit that is working together and it's like, that kind of thing. But whereas this is how they get together and how they get From what know, I understand 90% so of this
0: film is them becoming the Fantastic mm. Four. So yeah. your sequel, your Fantastic Four 2, which they have fast-tracked for 2016, 17, mm. whatever it is, is going to be probably more clo- it's really closer to your Fantastic yeah. Four. First. And how? that's the kind of, at the end of the day
2: it's going to if but it's, it's going to be obsession a yeah. that we sorry, it's sorry this is a that
0: we have yeah. with uh, every first movie being an origin
1: story. I was going to say, the biggest problem I have with this yeah. is that I am so sick to death of origin stories. Yeah. Just make the origin story the first 20 minutes of the film and then get yes. into it,
0: mm. you know? But to be fair, that's true for us, who, as Dave was saying, like, you know, we've read all these comics. We kind of know... You know the story, the background to death, but this is not being pitched to us. These movies are not being made for us. The nerd no. coin only goes so far. That's true. So no. it needs to be accessible to an audience because it's been however many years since. What is it? Uh, Josh Quarter. Wheaton
1: actually once said the nerd coin is worth about thirty million in yeah. the box office, and and, they, and, and, and probably and the, want more.
2: Yeah, than exactly. That. And that's kind of the problem because for for people like us, the the Rosetta Stone is going to be: is this better than what we've read in the comics? Is this a better version of the Fantastic Four? Because we've gone through how many reboots mm. of the Fantastic Four. It's not like it's there's a canon to it. They're like writers mm. come in and change it up and make it their own, and there is a which true. is what no, mark Millar's well, done. No. So this is technically the kind of same thing, right? There like,
1: is a canon to the Fantastic Four. No,
2: there there is, but like in in a very general sense, it lot, it's like it's always a group of people. But let's face you know, it, for the
0: last 10, 15 years yeah. or so, it's been Fantastic Four and their two children, mm. and we haven't mm. seen a version of the movie. And and for many people, that's the version of Fantastic Four they know. It's yeah. the Future it's Foundation, the Future
1: yeah.
2: Foundation, yeah. which is. Fantastic Four existed for, for twenty years before they had kids.
0: Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but I'm saying there's a whole generation of people who have read the comics with the Fantastic Four mm. with kids, and we haven't seen that version on screen. Mm. So there, are, there's going to be a huge group of people who go, but it's not the real Fantastic Four because they don't have kids. Yeah. So like as you say, there's no one version mm. of the comic. Actually, character. interestingly enough, so, yeah.
1: there's almost part of me that wishes they'd made a Future Foundation film rather than a Fantastic yeah. Four. So that would have been interesting, actually. You know, where you have the Fantastic Four in it, mm. but it's also all these other kids and everything. It would have much more of an X Men vibe to it. Yeah. You know That could have kind of been interesting. I just anyway, think, yeah. But
0: keeping in mind they also have to make this Fantastic Four film to, to if, if they're planning any crossovers and they're probably thinking about it to fit in with the X-Men universe mm. that they've already established which is quite dark. Mm. So think about it that way too. I mean if you, if you looked at the X-Men movies, like if you were an X-Men fan in the 90s and saw what they did with X-Men Days of Future Past last year, you might have been having the same conversation – that true, we're having now. True. So, you know, it's 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 different strokes to move the world. Yeah. So my my
2: final note will just be that Philip Glass is doing the music, so I'm gonna go.
1: Fantastic four <laughs> 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 Well speaking
0: of comic book adaptations that were vastly changed, <laughs> uh, it's time for our kick-ass pick of the
1: week. Well, see how you like this. What is it, Batman? Whatever it is, it's it's awfully funny. <laughs>
2: It's the pick of the week.
1: You like spy movies, Mr. DeVille? When I was a kid, that was my dream job.
3: Gentlemen spy.
0: Nowadays, they're all a little serious for my taste.
2: Give me a far-fetched theatrical plot any day.
0: We are Kingsman, an international intelligence agency operating at the highest level of discretion. Now, well... Most of the time I want each of you to propose a candidate who are you? I'm the man who got you
3: released.
2: felt well, sorry for the boy, did you? that is sick huge IQ, great performance at school you gave up but I see it. potential
1: we're here to test you to limit pick a puppy what's his name? JB
2: as in James Bond? hello Jason Bourne?
1: Jack Bauer. Oh, I like it. If you're prepared to
2: adapt,
0: I'm offering you the opportunity to become a Kingsman agent. Is it?
1: Of course not. Richmond Valentine has been experimenting with biological weaponry. (laughs) What are you going to do? We're going to take out Valentine. Assemble the Kingsman. violence. I see one drop of blood, that is me done. You get me out. Sorry, love. Do I save the world? Son of a bitch!
2: If you get blood on the carpets, you have to take the carpets up!
0: So that movie's out this week. <laughs> uh, for, our,
1: for the audio listeners, you sit there going, What the hell did I just hear? <laughs>
0: a collection of awesome is what yes. you just heard. Uh, if you're familiar with Kick Ass, uh, you're familiar with the adaptation of Mark Millar's works to screen. And he seems to be a one man movie <laughs> producing factory <laughs> at the moment. And in fact, we should say that Mark Millar's actually got a position at Fox. Where he's kind of overseeing a lot of the the movies mm. like Fantastic Four and X-Men coming out as well but um, he wrote the original screenplay uh, sorry, the original screenplay the original uh, comic which is a six seven issue comic mm-hmm. uh, The Secret Service about two three years ago six issues actually six issues yeah, yeah. Um, about two three years ago uh, with Dave Gibbons Gibbons uh, doing the art who of yeah, you course you
1: said it but we should make that <coughs> very clear the comic is just called The Secret Service The Secret Service yeah.
0: and uh, Dave Gibbons is of course uh, the Watchmen artist so mm. has a little bit credibility as well. So the comic itself uh, was quite an event when it came out.
1: And interestingly enough, the comic is co-plotted by Matthew Vaughn. And mm. so when you actually mm. read the thing, it says it's a co-plotted by Matthew Vaughn, who of course is the director of the film.
0: And if you remember um, when... Kick-Ass came out, the first Kick-Ass. They were actually making the movie simultaneously at the same time the comic was being released. And I imagine the screenplay for this was being written at the same time um, as the comic as well. But we should say, if you read the comic and you haven't seen the film yet, and it's possible because it's not out around the world yet, um, it's a very different film. They take the same, many of the same story beats, some of the main characters. But it veers off. But it veers differently. Way and it has a time. very different vibe. And if you didn't guess already from that trailer... The, the aim here is kinetic, funny, just frantic action. Parody. Parody. Yeah. And very more, more like, less like um, the comic and more like and that, and less like Matthew Vaughan's other films and almost more like uh, the stuff that he was producing back when he was working with Guy Ritchie. That mm. kind of stuff, you know, that kind, because it's got a very English vibe to it as but well. But in,
1: in many ways, the movie version of the Secret Service or Kingsman is uh, very much more like Kick Ass, which is Kick Ass in itself was a parody of superhero comic mm. books. Mm. And Matthew Vaughn has taken Mark Millar's original comic book and he's basically made a parody of mm. that comic book. Yeah. And he's taken it and just thrown it to the extreme. I mean, we, we always think that Mark is a bit of an extreme writer, but oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, the, <laughs> I mean, book is, the book is tame. We, we
0: will just say there's one scene, and I would not for the life of me want to spoil it for anyone, but the chapel scene. <laughs> I actually applauded film. that in the screen. You did. You actually <laughs> said We all went and saw it together. So I should say uh, we saw... Um, I read the comic first. I uh, was halfway through the comic. You were halfway comic. through the comic. You hadn't read the comic at all when you saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, I still haven't finished the comic, by finished the way. So, But yeah. for you going cold into that world... Mm. And um, I avoided all the trailers and everything. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I avoided all the trailers as well mm. going into this, but I had read the comic leading up to it. It's actually funny. There are certain characters. We should say that the opening of the comic has Mark Hamill in mm-hmm. it, who does appear in the film, but it's a different character. Yeah, so in the comic book, so he's actually
1: a, the character is Mark Hamill. And when the movie Who, opens, uh, which from a film called Star Wars, <laughs> yeah. when the movie when the movie opens, there's Mark Hamill, and you go, okay, they're doing that, but he's not playing Mark Hamill; he's playing mm-hmm. a character. Yeah. So it's like they've taken almost <clears throat> shot for shot that opening scene from the book, but then they've it's a big wink it. at the audience yeah. that one, and then as well. the, it concludes very differently to mm. the way the scene concludes. But in
0: there's there. little little flips in there, like the the character, um, the woman with the blades for legs, mm. uh, who's she, on the poster, who's on the poster she it's it's a man in the no. in the comic and that's Almost like a Frank Miller Sin City character in the comic, and
1: in the comic you book, know. he doesn't use his legs as blades. They're just no. they're
0: just what he walks on. He's just a Blade Runner. Well,
1: he's just a Blade Runner. Whereas in the he just movie. shot his girlfriend
0: in South Africa apparently. <laughs> I, I alleged no, actually he can be convicted for that. Oh really? That's true. Yeah. Oh wow. So there you go. I wonder if it was actually based on that because like the the idea of someone running with blades for legs, he would have been an athlete at that time. So mm-hmm. I wonder if he took that. Was inspired know. by that. Interesting. It's interesting. And maybe that's why they flipped the character, made to female in the movie, and then made her
1: mm-hmm. kick ass assassin. Yeah. With her Blades Which is really
2: wild Yeah Mm. Mm. Yeah. And Um, it's pretty hardcore The film Oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) Oh, This film is not For the squeamish This film is
1: Violent Violent Violent
2: In the States They would call it A hard R Hard R (laughs) this, This movie for me Was like maybe I think maybe Will be one of the best Of the year Even though it's only January well, February
0: the first. Uh, keeping in mind, Dave, we've still got we Avengers. We still have Star Wars. It's still got Star Avengers Wars. Avengers Age. No, I've got a bit of a throat thing yeah. today. So. No, I, I think we're it. all we're yeah. all kind of um, out with some sort of sore throat today. Mm. Too so, much serious so, uh, Sam.
2: That's the end of the show.
1: <laughs> we love the film. <laughs> uh, um, can I also talk about the title <laughs> drop on this film as well, which uh, is just
2: staggering. I think I just want to make one point about this. I think Matthew Vaughan is becoming like the most stylish filmmaker. Mm. in in Hollywood My style
1: is action filmmaker just it's, it's just, like when he just just
2: everything it just moves it's just so tightly paced and shot and just the 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 construction of the scene and I love the fact
1: that he I love the fact so that he funny. doesn't he doesn't wince yeah. at a, either violence or being cheekily naughty. Yeah. Um, we won't spoil it's just like up. what he established The ending yeah. is so cheekily the naughty. The fireworks, we can say that. Well, it's, no, I'm thinking after that. I'm talking about the promise.
0: Oh, yeah, the promise. You ah, know, the, yeah. the, the action <laughs> finale is literally mind-blowing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it's... <laughs> <laughs> No, it is, I mean, this is yeah. this is one of those things, and I think your point you make about such tightly controlled action, mm. and I think that's really good because Matthew Vaughn, I just wanted to bring up the, the list of films that he's made, mm. uh, both as a producer and as a director, because almost like these films, there's almost nothing alike on the surface and of And there's them. not a film here I don't like. No, I mean, no, Layer yeah. Cake, Stardust, mm. which is a Neil Gaiman adaptation, mm. uh, Kick-Ass, X-Men First Class, and now, of course, mm. Kingsman, there's not a lot connecting those films no. except the fact that three of them are comic adaptations mm. and two of them are Mark Millar and two of them are Mark Millar. Right. Uh, but the last, I mean, Kick Ass and Kingsman are probably the closest to thematically because they both have the same source material. Mm. But you still couldn't find two more different films in that sense. Like no, there's but they're
1: still kind of uber violent parodies uh, of a genre. Yeah, that's yeah. of a genre. But so they're kind of the closest mm. link. This kind
0: of does for spy films what Kick Ass did for superhero. Yeah. Films. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is, yeah, this is a
1: complete parody of James Bond mm. in
0: yeah. every way. It's taking an ordinary bloke, putting him in there, and, and if you didn't gather it from the trailer, it's like this this kid on the London streets uh, who's a bit of a ragamuffin, yeah. shall we say? A bit, bit of a bit from the wrong side. Of a the lad. Track. He's a lad. Uh, a lad who enjoys parkour, mm-hmm. uh, but he's a lad nonetheless.
1: Who the Colin Firth character feels he owes mm. because of an incident with his father Which during is a
0: war. Which is an interesting distinction from the comic because it's an uncle-nephew it's an uncle, relationship yeah. in that. And actually, I think the really interesting distinction between the book and the film is that the film actually is more about the training of him to be a Kingsman, whereas that's almost just like one issue... Of the comic and, and then he's that's off. that's just rushed. It's pushed It's pushed it, yeah. yeah. And even though in the comic they make a point of saying, you know, this isn't like the movies where you turn up for, you know, a couple of seconds of training and suddenly you're a master spy. It's a lot of hard work. And in fact, that's what the movie does. It shows yeah. you that he's, he's got to go through this long, grueling and cruel process.
1: Also, I love the fact in the movie that it's not just MI6, which is what the comic book is. In yeah. the comic book, he's just a spy. Yeah. Here, it's the Kingsmen. They're a secret organization. They work above the government. They all carry names of knights. Like you know? Archer. Yeah, like Archer, exactly. So it's it's I like that structure more because it's a lot more like mm. James Bond and Spectre, you know, yeah, than than yeah. just being It's one of the problems I find with the latest James Bond films as well because the latest James Bond films they refer to MI6 a lot more often. It's true. Whereas in the older James Bond he's just a British spy. Yeah, and you never quite know, you know, what mm. he is. Whereas in the later ones, he is just MI6. It's that thing know? when
0: you try and make it too real. It, it You, start, you start questioning. It's like, no, there'd be a lot of OHS forms for what James Bond does yeah. <laughs> so like he'd, be, he'd, he'd never get. He'd have to requisition the gun. Then he'd yeah, have exactly. to get in there, and you know, they'd never let him sleep with that. They'd never let him thing.
1: drive around a car with a rocket launcher in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh,
0: there'd be some sexual harassment charges there, James. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, no, and I think that's the distinction. So yeah, in a. Way and I think that's true. That's why this Kingsman works so well, because it's parodying all that. Mm. But without doing it in a... Without making it a joke. Without making mm. a joke. Like, like we made, we, I talked. I mentioned Mordecai before. Yeah. Um, or anything like, uh, you know, what was that Rowan Atkinson movie? Johnny oh, Danger, Johnny, Go- Johnny English. Johnny English, mm. you know. Things like that, which, which take the genre. Or, or even well, Austin Powers. Yeah, Austin Powers, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they're know. just taking the piss out of it. Yeah, mm. but this is kind this of... This is
2: a movie first, a story first. And yeah. then that, that stuff comes up underneath.
0: Well, it takes all the conventions it's still, yeah. of the genre, just like Kick-Ass, as you yeah. said before. Yeah, and it does it like it's a, it's a solid action film. If you took out, exactly, if you took out all those jokes, it would still be a solid
2: action piece, mm. like and a really an amazing action, an amazing piece. action Ama- piece. Like it's got one of the best set pieces I've seen Look, in a movie in I, ages. I don't want to spoil in, it in like a few years at least. That chapel scene we're the talking about scene. is a masterwork. It's basically a we're, masterwork. We're talking yeah. about uh, uh,
0: a one-man gunplay mm. uh, where. Where there is just we
2: shouldn't we shouldn't really
1: I, I won't I don't, know, don't want to spoil it, it, but, to, but, to spoil but, it but to be, it, but be aware is, that that's actually yeah. only halfway through the film It's only halfway through the film
0: but there are bullets flying there are bodies flying it is violent it is visceral violence yeah. and it is but as you're saying he doesn't shy away from that and somehow manages to f- still find the humour in it yeah. <laughs> which is I know it's a weird thing to say but you've got to see this scene man. yeah, yeah. well you it's know? also there's, yeah. that, there's
1: that thing where you push the violence to such an extreme that it then becomes almost humorous because mm. you're sitting there yeah. your brain is going I can't believe what I'm watching like, yeah. Yeah. we were all sort of sitting <laughs> yeah. there
0: just the four of us because we also went with our good friend Jorge from uh, Spotlight Report yeah. and we were all just sitting there just stunned yeah. and laughing yeah. <laughs> yeah. but like it has to it goes on for a full song so it's like three yeah. and a half four minutes and worth you of, ask yourself you know.
1: the question at the end of that you go how do you top that yeah did they blow and then their- he does do they <laughs> blow their wad too yeah. early and then the finale <laughs> is a masterpiece yeah. i mean it just is it's just no, it's them literally blowing it's, their wad it's, yeah. it's, seriously
2: it's it's like it's i i feel like it's made by a savant <laughs> like it, it, it <laughs> like it, it truly is like just mind-blowing like that the execution of that scene it's just i agree it's faultless you we couldn't sh- have taken a second out of it to make it better like we should also point out
1: that the script for this is based on Mark Millard. we, well, we need to
2: mention oh, too. Right. Yeah. Jane yeah. Goldman yeah. Jane yeah.
1: Goldman and Matthew Vaughn wrote mm. this together now they are the same team that wrote Kick-Ass mm. and X-Men First Class yeah and I think we got to give Jane Goldman a lot of credit yeah. because she's an amazing writer. amazing group, amazing you know, write, And yeah. she comes in and she polishes this up and she doesn't shy away from yeah. it either and she is really good what else has Jane Goldman written well, outside she, of that Kick-Ass she well. wrote Kick-Ass and X-Men I've not sure. We'd have to look at her. We'd have to look at her writing credit. Let's have a look. I'll. I'll she's. she's um. She's, if only we
0: had some vastly. She's. Um. um she writes
2: everything with um, Matthew Vaughn together. They. They are writing
1: partners. Uh, so I believe just, they're okay. also
2: married in real life too. I'm not. Are I'm, they married? I'm, I didn't I'm realize not they sure about that.
1: Um. She, she. used to be an underwear model as well. I remember reading that at the time <laughs> okay. of Kickass, yeah. which I thought was really interesting. So she's also been a producer. Um. But as a writer, she's got ten credits. So as a writer, she's got um. Stardust, Kick-Ass, The Debt, X Men: First Class. um, I think think Woman in Black, Kingsman, X Men: First uh, Mm. Days of Future Past. She did the Woman in Black, so Mm. that's the other
0: thing. Oh, she's doing an upcoming uh, screenplay for Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Yeah, yeah. that's a Tim Burton film coming around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: um, I just wanted to say, like, from the impression I get, the there's an amazing documentary on the Kick-Ass Blu-ray. It's like a four and a half hour. It is amazing. uh, It's an astonishing, one of the best behind the scenes documentaries. And the impression I get from Jane Goldman is that she's the one with all the wickedness, with all the that with all the smart, me. clever humor. Like I, I think it all comes from her, so I think she, she needs a lot of good mm. credit and all the style and. Slickness I think Matthew is Vaughn Matthew helps Moore, lay out yeah. the
1: story, and then Jane Goldman fills it in. I don't think They yeah. just work together. Yeah, yes, and I think it, because yeah. I think all that dialogue is hers. Yeah, yeah. but also yeah.
0: visually speaking, I mean, who shot this? Like, I mean, it's it's just oh, a, it's so good. Like it it looks spectacular. It looks like a uh, whatever. I, I don't think the the budget on this was huge huge mm. but it looks slicker mm. than most of the things so i'd be i'd be curious to see who actually uh, did all that stuff, so, um, this is all information. We're just looking through Internet Movie Database now. That's what the show's become. I'm actually Us, just, just looking just...
1: at Box Office Mojo to find the budget for you. So I'll yeah, well, there
0: you go. But look, I mean, honestly, this is uh, we kind of like this film a little, a little, just a little bit. Um, it's kind of hard to talk about it. Knowing Can we just that... shout out Colin Firth as well? I'll look, let's look at the <laughs> Colin Firth and, and the... Sam Jackson. And Sam Jackson are fantastic. Uh, Taron Egerton, everyone's good, uh, who plays the lead uh, guy Eggsy. Mm. Uh, it's fantastic. I haven't seen him in anything no, else nothing, before. Yeah. No, but he's he's really good. Um, of Mark, course, we Strong. mentioned Mark Strong is basically the cue yeah. Yeah. Um, of, <laughs> yeah. of, of, of this, and he's fantastic. Oh, Michael Caine! Michael Caine, I can't yeah, believe we've yeah. got yeah. This, this far. I did Michael Caine, <laughs> and and he's great in it. And yeah. and uh, you know you have got. A bit of it's like a who's Cole who for, for, of... Uh,
2: walks away with this movie, I think. Just absolutely and, walks away with it. And a very it. It, small
0: yeah. role for Jack Davenport, who y- you will know from yes. things like Coupling and whatnot. I think he was in Coupling, wasn't he? Yeah. And uh, he sort of disappears um, earlier in the film, but he has a memorable role. Um, oh, and
2: the girl... Um, uh, what's the main girl's name? Uh, she, she was... I've oh, never seen her before in anything, but she was uh, Sophie excellent. Cookson,
0: okay. uh, who was in... And you, we know this film because we've seen it... Because um, so I looked it up, she was in. And actually, no, she hasn't been in anything. She's in, which well, she has been in a couple of things. She was in Moonfleet and Unknown Heart. It's very, very small. It's basically her first feature film. She did a
2: lot of TV movies and TV series. Just
1: for uh, for filling in, uh, Box Office Mojo and Wikipedia both have the budget una- unavailable. <laughs> unavailable. So, it looks to me
2: like a sixty million. Yeah, 67 yeah. million
0: Yeah. So it's, we're not talking like it's you know, huge. Your, it's an sh- enormous movie. Yeah. yeah, but for what they do, they you, you see every dollar on screen. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wasted in this But
2: film. I mean, like, le- not to spoil the surprises of the movie, but I mean, if you've seen a James Bond film, like a classic James Bond film, you know there might be some pretty big locations. Yeah, yeah. So it looks it looks enormous. But it kind of goes back to, it's funny. Cause it's and it's got the best got- product placement of all time. Oh yeah, oh. all time. The dinner party. Yeah, scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. But it—it <laughs> 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 yeah. it almost made me want to stop being a
0: vegetarian. That <laughs> um, but it's uh, but yeah, that's the thing. It's like you mentioned the James Bond films because there's a sense of it being like a classic James Bond film. You almost mm. feel as though you're watching a big budget remake. Exactly of a nineteen sixties yeah. James yeah, yeah, Bond yeah. film rather than the newer stuff. Mm. Like it doesn't have that same sensibility. There's a little bit of parkour stuff at the start, as I said, which kind of reminds you of a little bit, but then mm. it sort of instantly takes you to that
2: giant mountain
0: lair mm. and you know henchmen <laughs> yeah. and stuff and like you get that. Insane
2: you know? car chases, huge yeah. brawls, like a million billion jillion gadgets. Ridiculous gadgets, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> rooms like full of guns <laughs> yeah. and shoes
0: and things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
2: that's an amazing
0: scene yeah. too, yeah. which yeah. is lines of shoes yeah. and stuff. But just just. I love that. Bespoke suit always. I I love that where it's like, (laughs) what's
2: this? Or some kind of laser. (laughs) And it's like, no, don't be stupid. Lasers are awful. This is a high powered hand grenade. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is <laughs> almost taking a stab at the book, because in the book the big finale is he has a laser oh, in his pocket. The um uh
0: no but, but I I mean I love everything about this this film. Mm. I mean I think just visually it's 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 just an impressive looking film. Mm. Uh, the comedy's there, the actions there, the cast we said are amazing. I mean I can't recommend it enough. It's weird. I think I said before us talking about a film that we know the majority of you haven't seen yet. But mm. you will have uh, by the end of this week. Yeah. Yeah. You will definitely go and see it Unless you're in the States We'll have to wait another <coughs> week To go and see it Instead Look I recommend I haven't seen Fifty Shades of Grey yet <laughs> But if you're listening To this
2: show
3: I'm, I'm going to think That the I'm target audience that
0: This is your film yes.
2: Can I just qu- question you On that You said yet Does yes. that imply That you're wanting To see no, this No no the oh. audience Fifty the Shades, Shades of Grey oh. yeah. Yeah. You, you, it's, it's We like, should all go see Fifty Shades ba- We should review it On this show it's basically my <laughs> channel. Can I
1: make Can I make a little Confession here I am going to go see the movie uh. purely because I've actually read the book and I'm dying to see how they do
3: this.
1: <laughs> you're just going in. You're just going in. You're
0: just going in for a checklist. Done yeah. it. Done
3: it.
2: Well, I seem oh to have broken. God, day I, had very, I had some very bad thoughts just then. <laughs> Can um, I ask though, is there is there a prerequisite to going into um, Fifty Shades of Grey? Like if you're on a date or if you're doing anything <laughs> like that? Like is, is 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 your partner expecting something that night? Or your partner's probably like, ready. It. It. it is it is being yeah. released on Valentine's Day, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. They, they do yeah.
1: know, they do so know. There what is they, a pretty high expectation to, say, to go it's and been see, on Valentine's see Valentine's day. They do know what this book is about. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, because
0: yeah. honestly, people, there is nothing more romantic than a, <laughs> a, a, a
1: bondage dom- and spanking dominating, demeaning, whipping her with. With the cane yeah uh, why not can't yeah. wait for
2: that car ride home hey yeah, yeah. so it's like um <laughs> so uh it's pretty tame, wasn't it? Yeah. So honey, do you? Do you um, so, w- honey, what, you what, what did you think about that scene? Where uh, you should go with um, with, with Katie and, and, uh, and Nicholas.
1: I, I, <laughs> I think it would be funny is if you're you're in that car home and you're going. So, what did you think of that scene? She just goes, No. no <laughs> I,
0: I want to see it with you two.
1: <laughs> we should, Boys' night. <laughs> we should. And, and, uh, Men on
0: film. <laughs> Boys on film.
2: We should go just and hey yell out age-old for it. <laughs>
0: David, through the miracle of post-production, can you put Duran Duran's boys on the film just underneath this no. section? Oh, okay. oh, no. oh, well. So, sorry, sorry home listeners. <laughs> uh, but, look, given that we are all now thinking about one thing, um, I think it's fair that we should probably wrap this puppy up with a bow which I also believe Is one of the scenes In 50 Shades of yeah. Grey <laughs> uh, Next week We will actually have A special guest in here Louis Joyce Who were meant to have in last year Louis is of course An Australian artist He uh, worked on um, The Harold Holt comic With Ryan K. Lindsay Another guest Who's been on the show before mm-hmm. He's got a few pieces In Imaginary Drugs Which is a new uh, IDW anthology Out at the moment And he's just released A new web comic So if you go to his website Louisjoyce.com Go and check it out It's really cool I had a look at it this morning He literally dropped that This morning um, So lots of his stuff To check out He is from what we understand, the world's greatest Aquaman fan. He
1: apparently gives you a run for your money on your green <coughs> arrow obsession. So yeah. yeah. So
0: I'll 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 be all a quiver while oh Oh no, there's no, there's nowhere we no. can go that's good with that. Uh, so we will be <laughs> doing
1: Aquaman uh, The Trench so by Jeff volume Jones. Volume one of the New Fifty Two, so the yeah. Trench.
0: So we're starting there. We were going to do this last year, Mm. at least so some of you might have read it then when we were going to do it now, but we have to refresh our memory and whatnot. So we're looking forward to doing that. We're going to have Louis in studio next week. So very, very much looking forward to that. The week after that, if you're in Sydney, um, on Wednesday, the 11th of February, we will be doing a live show at Good Games Hurstville. It's our first live show for the year. The first of eight we've booked so far. Um, and Not that's eight at gonna... Good Games right? no, yeah. no, no, no There's two at Good Games um, but I was about to say We but, should tell uh... Jamie if we...
1: <laughs> By the way, Jamie We're doing eight live shows We mention
0: this We're going to be here Every night this week We're just basically We've got like a, a Las Vegas deal With Good Games <laughs> <laughs> so We've got a residency there <laughs> Two shows Two shows there It'll be the 11th of... Easy to remember 11th of uh, February 11th of March And the second one to a Neil Gaiman book uh, The Graveyard book Which is a two Two part comic But the first one is uh, Holmes and Watson, Study in Black, uh, which is an indie comic It's uh, a take on, to basically the ghetto take on uh, the Sherlock Holmes stories. And we should
1: also mention that following directly after the live show mm-hmm. um, that we do, they have their book club yes. uh, called Words and Bubbles, and that's the book they're actually doing in the book club. So talk to them. You might be able to hang around and actually sit in on the book club.
0: Details at behindthepanels.net. Just go to the live shows and tour section. But uh, – if you uh, want to read in advance, if you want to come along and join that, certainly if you're in Sydney or you really feel like traveling because you just have to see us live, like you're, you're one also, of our super also, obsessive fans. <laughs> we should also mention that uh,
1: Words and Bubbles also has a Facebook group. So yes. search for Words and Bubbles. to find bubbles, out details about yeah. that.
0: Well. Also, Hurstville Good Games has a Facebook group mm. as well. So go check all that out. Uh, But until next week, uh, you can find me on Twitter at DVDBits. Of course, you can check out the stuff I'm doing at BehindThePanels.net and my other
1: podcast, Podcast Pillow Fort, which I'm about to record immediately after this. David, uh, you can find me on Twitter at david McVeigh or at geek. Actually, we actually have two Twitter accounts for that. Um, you Ooh. can also, Exciting. and as of, as teased last week, we're still developing the new show that's coming up. Uh, so uh, a legend will be reborn is all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> a change is coming. Uh, you'll find more details about Just that like as the Phoenix it, <laughs> as it becomes available. Go to geekactually.com.
2: Uh, you can find me at dembucup.com. Hey. hey, it's back, and I'm still working on a Kingsman review. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see if that
0: comes to light. <laughs> I'm looking forward to like this time next year, and yeah. it's like thinking about
2: renewing yeah. the lease. Yeah, because you know what it's like. It's like um, it's like Kingsman will have come and gone. And I'll go. Maybe I'll just post this as a as a DVD Blu-ray <laughs> review, yeah. and then it's gone. And then you're you've like, got yeah. one week. Day yeah. Yeah. Up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try and write it tonight. How's that?
0: I I, I agree with that. Yeah. I I endorse (laughs) this fully. Uh, So until next week, I'm Richard Gray.
1: I'm David McVeigh.
0: Uh, David Longo. And this has been Behind the Panels.
1: Behind the Panels is a production of GeekActually.com.